This podcast is about depression. The title is Depression Being Hunted. Often the feeling of depression is described as darkness, a hole in your mind, like a black cloud in your brain and a long, long tunnel without light. The reason why we suffer is still unknown, as it is different from case to case. But the feeling, on the other hand, is described as do complete lack of energy not interested in anything. So many outsiders think it has to do with self-pity, a deep sense of neglectedness, numbness, and not able to love others. But it is all like I told you before. Is depression a real negative imagination of a lonely person or is it a realistic chemical process in our brain that changes who we are and what we want from life, what we desire? Does it really change our personality? And I really wish it was that easy. Depression has so many shapes and occurrences, from purely negative and suicidal to temporary in chains with a very creative, energetic explosion. But does depression deliver only the dark side of being human? And the answer is no. Depression brought us a lot of great artistic works. As in the dark days of depression, the brain is still working hard on new creations that some are able to express in art and music. Some deep depressions are the reason why we still feel the power of the arts in our veins while listening or looking at the works. Let me move deeper into the topic and explore depression itself. As you are listening to this topic, that implies you are interested and maybe seek the solution for your problem. Our mind still works in a mysterious way and we know a little, little of how it works. There is a lot of guessing on the way out uh, neurotransmitters, how they work, how they function, and the function of endomorphins. Our brain chemicals and we are on the way to discover every day new things, but we are still not there. Our brain experiences depression as a 
pressure, a darkness, a sucking away of energy, a drain train overall of who we are and changes the way how we behave. When we look at brain scans of people in an actual depression, it's clear that some parts of the brain have little action and in some cases it seems to be no action at all. It is clear that depression is concentrated in the brain, but is it true that that affects every other part of the body? Does it affect our routines and social aspects? Yes, depression affects every part of life, even when you are forcing yourself to continue with the routines and be active in the social circles. You know this, and the only way we can battle it is by taking action. Force the body to move. Take action while we despise any action and want to retract from the whole world in our suffering. In a depression, you do not want to bother anyone. In fact, you want to keep it all to yourself, inside you and, and cooking. Avoid any confrontation. You believe in a solitude, in being alone. But out there is the nature, the force of energy, our source of life with which we need to connect. It's our battery, which does recharge us by being of a different polarity from us. Our brain is a real energy sucker of the body. The body demands little energy compared to the continuous active brain capacity. When energy flows stuck somewhere in the body or in your mind, no matter where it is, the mind follows the situation and is continuously busy guarding the situation, conscious and also in your unconscious. Somewhere in that process, it picks up some loose, or unrelated information and that is where it gets stuck on it. It becomes impossible to process it which is signaling to the brain and the brain is of a lesser order than the mind and it could have problems with dealing with this piece of unrelated information. It gets stuck on it. So. And then slowly your mind will get stuck on it. When mind and brain are no longer able to process this information, it needs a reboot, a reconsideration of how it's working. During these moments, the brain circuits are closed down or put on a low level of energy to give other parts the possibility to have more process power. This process 
can affect many parts of the brain and through that also does to your daily life your social behavior and even stronger your emotional well-being because emotions take a lot of energy from your body and brain and by shutting off large size emotions there's a lot of energy saving when we talk about energy you think that we are able to measure the level of energy in body and brain to discover how much we lose or is affected but I have to disappoint you the amount still cannot be measured by modern technology we only can measure that there is no activity but not yet how much energy we lack to reboot those brains does exercise alone solve the problem again my apology but the answer is negative exercise is influenced by many factors which do not appeal to the depressive brain first of all is the factor of competition a depressive brain does not give anything for competitive elements and would not like to avoid them in every way that is the first rule when you wish to start moving avoid any competitive element in whatever exercise you may have in mind second is the right environment the environment should be high in energy to be guaranteed a much higher level of polarity this implies it needs specific colors which appeal to the brain as basic sources such as green and blue red black dark blue and aggressive colors such as fluorescents and purple do not have a positive effect on the brain when they are concentrated in a certain environment beside the color it's important on how you are exposed to them if you put a depressive person in a green and blue room there will be no change whatsoever in the state of mind but in all changes when you go into a natural environment such a wood a park or other natural surroundings our brain is deeply connected with the origin of nature and receives the sign of pure real nature as a sign of coming home it relates to nature as a baby does to the mother and number three is the right social environment depressive persons want to be alone but do not desire loneliness social structures are very important for depression to have then unconscious knowledge that you as a person are still wanted are you loved for 
and cared for. If there is no social background, the probability of drowning in the depression is higher than when it is present. Social connections exchange energy with each other. This exchange is one of the reasons that people are able to keep the level of depression lower and less severe. Exercise in a group is not to be advised as the chance of competition behavior is always there, even in the smallest level. If you take exercise in nature up into your life, do it with people who are no threat of competition to you. People who do not challenge you or push you to reach a certain goal or target. And even not a limit. And number four is communication. A typical way of treating depression is let people talk. Like a psychologist, they want you to talk with them. And on the contrary, the Asian way is dive deeper inside and hardly talk. Learn to communicate without talk. Express communication by body, by sounds, like singing, humming, or other expressions. Use colors, as in painting and drawings, or just in silence only. There may be depressive people who like to talk, but there will be very few of it. Most are not interested in talking as a form of expression, but have no problems in other ways. Activity or exercises mentioned before are the key and the words of talking are complicated and hardly express the turmoil of the darkness that is going on into your mind, in your brain. In rare cases, depression can lead to death which. But in the contrary of the stories you hear, most people suffering from depression are not very likely to have a death wish. The death wish comes when a person sees no way out, no option. They feel trapped by life, by their body, and, and they see that living is no longer an option. It is not a selfish act. Even it feels like that for the people that stay behind. Suicide is the last resort for them. The only option left to end the suffering from them. And they also think that doing it, they will end the suffering of the others around them. This feeling of being too much, bothering others, being a social problem, it becomes obsessive. Suicide is the result of an obsessive mind that is no longer depressive, but which is closed down into a complete tunnel vision in a one-way road to nowhere. Suicide is a sign 
that you do not want to bother others anymore. You feel it is the only way to stop suffering for yourself and for the others. So people who commit suicide are not aware of the result of their action as it is devastating in most cases for their direct social environment and carries a long-lasting effect that even can pass generations. If you ever have or had the feeling of committing suicide, I would like you to stress to speak it out as the roots of darkness starts with the seeds of heaven. Finally, I would like to end this podcast with something we all know, but are not often aware of. Most great works of arts, even scientific discoveries or great adventures, discoveries are made by people who did suffer of some level of depression. So if you feel a depression coming in. It can be your moment of preparing for another great work from the inside, even it takes many times to come out. Because no great work ever came without the failures. So take your time, take your expression, share it. Seek the right environment. And the most important thing is that attachment, belonging to, that you have the right love in the right surrounding, the right people that stand behind you when suffering, they always come back that you're always welcome and that is so important even if it's just a few so share not only your darkest moment but bring the light give the light so people know when you're suffering in your darkness there will be light again so also for them there must be light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you for listening. And please, hand this on to so many others, to so many people. It's needed.